Welcome, everybody, back to the Game Ball Podcast. I am your host, Mark. And uh, tonight, uh, we are joined by uh, just Tom. Um, Jen is off because um, it's a very special evening when we record this podcast. And unfortunately, the recording fell on it. Um, she just had to go and get married at one point six or seven years ago. Um, so that would be just me and Tom tonight. So, Tom, yep. how are you doing? I'm doing well, Mark. I cannot complain. It's uh, yet another well, um, peek behind the curtain. Yes, yet another Friday. Yes. And I can't. I, I'm so happy. Friday, as the kids say. That's right. That so, is absolutely correct. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is the uh, last uh, episode before the beginning of Extra Life. Um, I'll That's do the quick spiel up front here, but we'll do a longer one later. It's really uh, hard to believe that it's coming so soon yeah yeah so it it sneaks up every year just about um so yeah so real quick i'll just give you the particulars here and then we'll dive deeper into what's going on um as that is our main topic of the show um so it'll be we're doing 12 hours over we'll say 12 hours question mark um over two days um just because if we go to 13 that's fine if we're playing something that takes you know a little bit longer uh, but the goal is we'll start at 9 a.m. Um, on November 11th, um, Eastern Standard Time, which is our all-in-person multiplayer extravaganza. Um, and then uh, the 18th, the next Saturday, will also be 9 to 9. Um, that one could stretch to 15 since it's going to be an all-virtual event. So if I'm in the middle of playing something or if I decide to do like end of it, I'll find, like do part of our Final Fantasy X stream at that point. Um, you know, maybe we'll stretch a little over the 12, but the goal is to have them be nine to nine so that everybody, um, watching at least in the United States time zones, um, will be able to stay up for everything. And we won't have Jen needing to play phasmophobia at three 30 in the morning um, for five hours, <laughs> for five hours <laughs> while the rest of us are nodding off. Uh, so yeah, getting older, having kids, you know, so nice split up at the time here, uh, between in-person and virtual as well. So hopefully you'll be able to join us. Um, you can donate at tinyurl.com uh, slash GVP, as in Game Ball Pod, Extra Life. Just go there. Um, goal is $750. we are already about $200 something. Um, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Looking forward to seeing you guys all on, fr- on Saturday um, uh, for, the, for, the, for the first night. Um, but, Tom, yes. what have you been playing? Uh, let's see. It's not too different from the last time we spoke, but, uh, I'll start with Super Mario Wonder. Uh, I, I know you said you were going to get it. I don't know if you got it yet or touched it yet. Uh, yeah. but man, this is one of the best Mario games I've played in quite a long time, probably since Super Mario World. Honestly, this is probably my, my favorite Mario experience I've had in quite a long time. Uh, 2D Mario experience, I should say. Um, I'm more drawn to the 2Ds anyway, so that's why I was like, after seeing all the good reviews, I was like, I I gotta try this. Yeah, there's just it, there's just a a lot of there's just a lot of stuff that isn't done, you know, in older games. And I I like the new power ups. Uh, the levels are interesting. They're not too long. Some have multiple checkpoints, which is nice, uh, especially if it is a longer level, like a castle or or something like that. Um, did you, did you load it up at all? I have not yet. Okay. Uh, I won't, I won't spoil anything then. So I've seen videos on it. So I've so watched you've streamers. Seen, you've seen what happens immediately when the game starts. 
Yes. I've also okay. seen that you should change the flowers voices to either Italian or German. <laughs> There's no Japanese option? There is, but okay. those are just funnier. Uh but yeah. So the the whole premise is is very interesting and I I I'm very happy with the the way they decided to go with this this game. And it's been the game I've been playing the most. Um it's probably up there for game of the year for me already and I nice. haven't even gotten halfway through it yet. So we'll see we'll see how it goes, but yeah. The the atmosphere, the the I'm going to say play control. Uh, bring back an old term from uh, <laughs> from gaming magazines that gaming magazine days. Uh, the play control is excellent. Uh, yeah. And like I said, I've been using an 8-bit dough uh, SN30 Pro controller, so I've had no problems with the D-pad. I highly recommend that if you are playing the game that you have something like that or the Super Nintendo uh, NSO controller, both would be excellent choices for this game. Because you really don't need you don't need an analog stick at all. So if if, if you have the ability to, to use a controller like that, I highly recommend. It. Um, that, that, that's what that's ahead. what I've heard. I, if you from all the streamers I watch, if if you find a game that gets um, a guy like Jeff Gertzman excited about it um, for as many games and as long as he's been in the industry, you know you've done something right. And he was he seemed very happy with the game from the stream I watched. So yeah, it's. It's great. I can't really, I can't complain about much. I mean, yeah, I, it's, there's, there's nothing I can think of off the top of my head that I can go, yeah, I didn't like that. So I would, I, I would like to have seen an elephant Yoshi, but that's just me. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but yeah, that's what I've mostly been playing. I've been playing some Forza Motorsport as well. Gotten through the first couple of championships in the career mode. I've heard a lot of people don't like the game. I don't. I don't know what what they're complaining about. Personally, it's it's fine for me. I've had no problems with it. I'm enjoying it. Uh, it is what it is. I like it. Some people don't. So uh, let's see what else. Oh, I I restarted. Not restarted, but I loaded up Miles Morales because okay. I was thinking to myself, you know, I really need to get uh spider-man 2 at some point so i really need to get through miles morales and i loaded up and i'm like man i have not done anything in this game i think i was like 10 percent all the way through the game so i have a long way to go but yeah. luckily that's a game you can once you remember how to do all the all the moves and stuff it's a game you can just pop on and do a mission and turn it off so uh i'll be probably going back to that one every now and then and um oh i got my retro tank 5x set up so i've been messing around with that make trying to see how i want to have it set up for extra life and uh so i very much simplified my setup by getting rid of because i had the open source scan scan converter and the frame meister so i've unhooked both of those and i'm now just using the retro tank 5x so uh, we should we should have a somewhat streamlined uh, setup for extra life but yeah that's uh that's pretty much it yeah yeah so for me um uh gearing up to finish uh starfield um i'm just going to go through the main quest from here on out um just because i just want to see how it ends and all that and i can always go back to an old save if i want to fuck around with outposts and shit but um yeah there's not enough in terms of um 
content to make me want to drag out it any longer. Um, you know, it, leveling up's a little slow sometimes. I think I might have to sleep more to get like the rewards for sleeping where it's like one and a half experience or something. Um, but alas, I'm just going to finish off that game because there's a lot of games coming out that I want to play. Um, so uh, Hallie Williams and the Misery Business are driving towards the end of the their their campaign um, here, but I should finish it like 70 to 80 hours played, so I think I got my money's worth. Um, yeah, and uh, the thing i am really been excited about, and I'm going to keep harping on Tom on this until he does play it, is I have played about 10 hours of Sea of Stars, and it is really good. Like, I really, really like that game. Um, story's kind of old school throwback, you know, to where it's it's a little bit, you know, straightforward in terms of um, its storytelling, um, not trying to do too much weirdness with it. I mean, you can kind of see where things are going. Um, the writing's really good. Um, there's some, like, um, fourth wall breaking um, that you're, like, like making jokes about, um, you know, RPG stuff, which I like a lot. Um, uh, the each, each set of storylines is, of like, segments of the story are really good and realized. And, um, like, just uh, not having every um, characterization um, be just uh, very bland, like... Uh, for example, I went in this one town, and uh, without spoiling too much, it's basically the story of the town is that they're all trapped there and they can't leave. Um, so when you arrive there and you tell the guy that you're just visiting and you're going to stop whatever's happening, he's like, sure, rooms are in the back. <laughs> like, does not believe you at all. I've heard that <laughs> one before. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so it's really good, like, actually keeping the characters in line with what the story is and not, they're like, you're making your characters welcome in heroes or anything. Um, there's a really good joke about a pirate ship you get. Um, I don't want to spoil that with anybody. Um, uh, and, yeah, it's just it's the combat is a nice mix of, um, for at least games I've played, a mix of, like, Paper Mario and your traditional turn-based, like a little bit, little bit of Octopath and stuff like that, um, where it has, if you do certain certain attacks at a certain time, you stop them from doing their big attack. Um, but they also have the Super Mario RPG, or even, I think Lost Odyssey was doing it as well, um, where if you hit the button at a certain time, you can increase your attack power or reduce damage. Um, you know, the timed attacks and defenses. And, um, yeah. Yeah, just, just overall a really good game. Um, something you should check out if you're into turn base and you scream about um, Final Fantasy 16 and their, um, you know, action-oriented, you know, um, combat. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, doing that. Playing NHL 24 um, until my trial's up. They did a really good job with the crowd noise. Um, that it's just... You know, it gets you all excited and pumped and you fist pump when you score and stuff like that. And I'm starting to get a lot better um, at um, doing, uh, you know, the little moves and stuff to, uh, what's it called, um, make things a little more realistic than, you know, uh, video games in the past have been, uh, or video game ho video hockey games have been in the past. Um, not always one-timers and all that stuff. So really loving that. Um, and last but not least, um, I have already lost sleep to City Skylines 2. <laughs> um, 
best thing about it is you can immediately put on in the infinite money trick, like cheat. Um, you don't get any achievements for it, but you can just build things. So I've had fun just, you know, designing the cities I want to design without being forced to do certain things. Um, I'm thinking I started my last city out doing the normal progression where you have to have a uh, certain amount of, um, you know, what's it called? Um, uh, you have to get to a certain population um, before um, you can do certain things. Um, so it makes city design a little weird if when you have infinite money. Um, you got to wait. You're like, okay, come on, move in, people. I got to gotta build bigger police stations um, or bigger fire stations or whatever. Um, but it's really good. They've done some fixes, which I'm going to bring up um, in the um, in the news segment. But um, it's really good. It's what I want out of it. Um, you know, they've added some quality of life stuff. Um, like you, uh, your roads now automatically have water pipes in them. So, you know, you That's don't nice. have to worry about connecting, um, you know, water pipes to run it across, um, areas of the map. Um, but you do have to make sure you connect the pipes for the roads to the actual water, um, you know, facilities where you're getting the water from and where you're sending the waste out. Um, so, but, and also I think electric works the same way where you don't have to run lines that the, um, the, uh, the roads carry the electric as long as they're touching the power plants. Um, awesome. So yeah, yeah. A lot of quality of life stuff there. Uh, but yeah, uh, just looking forward to a lot of games coming out. Like I said, I'm probably going to buy wonder. Um, I am trying to resist buying Alan Wake 2 because I already got too much to play, but apparently that would be something I have to play for Game of the Year from everything I've heard. Um, I love Alan Wake 1. I love all them, you know, uh, control, all, all, all that the stuff. Remedy, you know, the Remedy the whole, Verse. The Remedy Verse. Haven't played Quantum Break yet, but um, just because it's a really intense download because you're downloading like episodes of a TV show as well um, in there. So. You know, looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, that is about it. Um, so, Tom, if you are first news item, um, and um, I will let you talk about this a little bit more than me, um, just because you know about uh, computer stuff and more. But our first thing is that Starfield um, is adding a patch for native uh, DLSS support um, for HDR stuff and all. Um, as someone that has, you've probably been playing it on console, but, um, can you explain, um, to the audience, um, sure. what that means while I, uh, go tend to Game Ball Cat? Yes, I will do my best to explain this. Uh, so DLSS is, uh, basically an upscaling technique that, uh, newer, uh, newer NVIDIA graphics cards use when games are very demanding. So Starfield is one of those games that's kind of being compared to uh, to Crisis and melting computers and computers not running well at all while trying to play the game. Um, so the addition of DLSS is a very big deal when it comes to uh, at least NVIDIA graphics cards because it's an NVIDIA-specific technology. So basically what it does is it renders the game at a lower resolution, making it a, making it a little easier for the computer to run it, and then it does a digital upscale to the specific uh, output resolution that you want to use. So say if your monitor is a 1440p monitor, 
it'll it'll render it at like a half of that resolution then digitally upscale it um and it just makes it it gives you a big fps boost uh which is something that everybody wants from starfield because it's not easy to deal with not <laughs> Uh, a lot of people are very upset about the fact that they needed to upgrade their computer to be able to play Starfield, and this should help everybody. Well, yeah. at least anybody who has an NVIDIA graphics card. Those who had AMD, FSR was already supported, which is the same thing. It's just AMD's technology as opposed to uh, NVIDIA's. So, yeah, uh, I, those, everybody, everybody with NVIDIA cards will be uh, rejoicing. Yeah, and as you probably uh, mentioned, the... Um... You know, this is one of the biggest um, requested features um, from a technical standpoint from people playing the game. Um, yeah, the, the fact that it didn't have it out of the gate is wild to me, uh, I guess. because I know, but it, 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 so my assumption is that it, it since they built it for consoles, since they built it for the Xbox, they used AMD hardware, so they didn't they didn't implement dlss right off the bat yeah yeah so uh now you would get better looking starfield um going forward if especially if you're playing on pc um but yeah the uh it's it's just crazy that you can tell that they still probably needed another year (laughs) with this game but i guess and microsoft was like is it like 95 percent feature ready sure go Um, like i said it 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 ran (laughs) And it works with it yeah, works yeah. with NVIDIA cards, but you needed a 4080 to run it at 1440p, which is yeah. not great. Yeah, yeah. That is essentially what I mean is they were like, all right, we got these couple of technical things you haven't put in yet. Does the game run? Well, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we, we can we can add this stuff in later. Um, I think the second, I think most people, the second thing that they're clamoring for, which I don't know if they've ever announced it or if it's coming, um, is just... Um, getting like a co-op or multiplayer feature on there. Um, I think co-op more so um, than like a multiplayer because I think that's more obtainable for Starfield to like you and your buddy. They already have the crew system in place, you know, so it's an easy implementation there um, for that. But uh, one one video game that is stretching across all types of media um, is one Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, the creator is happy and surprised by the success. Um, and for those of you who don't know, um, I believe it opened last weekend. Um, or if it didn't, this is a ridiculous total for week two. Um, it was number one at the box office with $80 million on opening weekend for Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, that's gotta make it pretty close to one of the best, well... Minus Super Mario and, and Sonic. It's got to be one of the, the top five video game movies of all time. Yeah, it's got to be. Already. Yeah. It, it, and even though she's been out there a while, the it, Taylor Swift's still number two um, at $15.4 So it like outpaced everybody by a large margin. Um, and even, yeah, it, you could say, well, it's probably the only known thing really, but still $80 million to those rest of the numbers. It's just very, very impressive, especially since it's on streaming too, like day and date. Yeah. Um, so I was expecting this number to be way lower before I looked this up today. And it still looks like it has momentum. Um, according to the uh, on Box Office Mojo, um, the daily, um, it looks like it picked up $2 million more today. Wow. Um, so, and 
you know, it's that it's crazy. But yeah, so Five Nights at Freddy's, um, a game that I knew about but didn't know a lot about until uh, Kitty Ashcat, uh, my niece, got really into it. Um, and I was told that I was not allowed to go with her. She was going with her friends. Oh, you you got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she does the thing where not, she you're not cool enough, Uncle Mark. Yeah, yeah. She 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 does the thing now where she puts her hand up like she's comforting me. <laughs> like I'm going with my friends. Um, so yeah, oh, she yeah. went to I see just, it. I was just about to ask you if you had seen it. I have not. Uh Jen has. Um, oh, she did watched you? it streaming okay. um, on Peacock. Um so I have not watched it yet, but um yeah, did she you told me re- she did you get a review from Kitty Ashcat? Not yet. I was told she went with her friends that knew all the lore was the last I heard. So it's amazing how much lore there actually is in yeah. <laughs> in Five yeah. Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. So this was the first news story I pulled because I absolutely wanted to see what this number was, and I was completely shocked by it. Um, yeah. So yeah, it um it also had the biggest five day debut on Peacock. On top of the eighty million dollars in movies, I can't believe it made eighty million while also being streaming. That's it's wild. All, yeah, it's also a nine-year-old game, apparently. Um, I'm not afraid it's been out for a long time. Yeah, but crazy. Um, and it, it's funny. It, to, it's also funny to me that it's that old, but kids still like it. Oh, it's how long was Chuck E. Cheese around? Is is would be my you know counter argument to that. Yeah, but um, games are games are different. I guess kids are weird about games. I mean, kids nowadays play Roblox, Tom. So I don't think graphical quality is really top end for the preteen market. You you would be surprised, Mark. (laughs) Sit a kid down and have them play the original Mario Brothers and then tell me that they don't think that that graphics matter. Oh, yeah. It's usually what is this old game? What? I I think if you tell it it's a Roblox game, they would love it. It's definitely branding. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> oh, this is new Roblox game where this guy runs around and hits question mark blocks. Well, have it didn't um didn't they recreate Five Nights at Freddy's inside of Roblox? Oh yeah, there's there's a lot of knockoffs. You know, my niece got really good at Splatoon three because she played the knockoff on Roblox the months leading up to its release. I still don't understand how would they do it. <laughs> how do you how do you make that? No idea. But if Roblox is a thing that I officially know I'm old and will never understand. Yeah, me too. I'm um, I'm right there with you, Mark. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, not going to, um, you know, uh, going to their next story real fast. Um, in the no shit um thing, uh, Phil Spencer showed up at BlizzCon. Shocked. What a surprise. Right? <laughs> Phil. Well, so Phil Spencer showed up at BlizzCon, and then I'll get to what I I'll get to something right after that when it, when you're. Yeah. Yeah, so essentially he just shows up, you know, gives a speech about, you know, Blizzard's history, blah, blah, blah. We now own it. You know, it's a catalyst for live entertainment. You know, basically just blowing smoke, um, you know, all the stuff. Um, And uh, Xbox will keep Blizzard Blizzard, essentially. Um, And he didn't even tease a T-shirt, as this article says here. Um, (laughs) But, yeah. So what was your thing you had? Uh, So this week, all of a sudden... Every Xbox that turned on got a huge Call of Duty, uh, not announcement, but it's a uh, advertisement to buy to buy <laughs> Modern Warfare Three. As soon as you turn it on, it's the it's the first screen. Like it doesn't even go to your home screen first. It's just that 
and it's, and it fine. gives you it gives you buy now, uh, buy like the ultimate pack or exit. And people <laughs> are like, what do I do here? What what is happening? Exit. Um. Yeah. So next is going to be Candy Crush. They're going to pop Candy Crush. Gonna, commercial you know what there. they're going to do? They're just going to install Candy Crush on your Xbox. That that'd be what I would do. And it's going to show up. It'll be on your home screen, and then and then you'll be sucked in for the rest of your life playing Candy Crush. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of things, um, real fast before we move on, um, of things that have basically been on my PlayStation net PlayStation account since day one that I still laugh that people are paying fifteen to twenty dollars for. I saw that Resogun was on sale. Ah, uh, Resogun. And I'm just like, oh, I'm so glad I picked that up as a free game. In Resogun. It's a great game. Oh, it's an amazing game. It's it, I play I picked up three games at launch for my PS4. That um, uh, NBA 2K14 and uh, oh, actually four uh, Black Flag. I forgot I grabbed Black Flag. Oh yeah, um, I, I bought there. Black Flag when it came out too. And then I got FIFA. I think I got FIFA because the Order 1886. No, the Watch Dogs got delayed, and that it was Watch Dogs. Um, so I got FIFA instead. Um, like they let me swap it at, at a GameStop um, yeah. where I pre-ordered the console. Um, I think what I got with my ex and then Resogun was the game. The other game I got, I played Resogun more than <laughs> for the first three weeks after launch, and then only Assassin's Creed exceeded it um, after that. But yeah, yeah, um, it's so funny that game ten years later is still popping up for sale, um, and they just haven't made it free um, or made it like five bucks. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, yeah moving on. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Cities Skylines 2 um, removed. They have, like, radio advertisements now. I forgot to mention that at the top. Oh, like GTA does? In a little bit of a way. It's sort of, like, supposed to help you, you know, know to do things in the town or city. Tells you, tells you how people are yeah. feeling about the town. Yeah. The, oh, the weirdest thing, I don't know if it's a bug in my game. Maybe I have to start a new one to see. But it keeps telling me that there's going to be blackouts and brownouts. But yet my power thing is full. You know, like I'm not running out of power. I'm actually that's selling weird. power to the other towns around me. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's why. I, I because oh, we're making way too much power. We're going to sell the rest, and then it's like, and I hear things like, "Oh, there's going to be brownouts this night tonight." Make sure to. I'm like, what? Where am I missing a spot in the city that's not on the electric? Um, <laughs> so anyway, they they do that kind of stuff, um, and sort of complaining about pollution and noise. You know, just you know. A nice little way to do it instead of having text pop up on the screen. Yeah. Um, and they have like radio stations where they play like probably, you know, uh, free music or whatever it's called, royalty free. Uh, but anyway, so the commercial um, had uh, was offensive with something called like spasm electronics. Um, Ooh, and, the, and the sound effect um, kind of people complained sounded like someone having a seizure. Um, so they, they took that off. Um, so a lot of the um, uh, fixes they made um, was uh, things that won't really matter to me since I'm using uh, <laughs> since I'm using the cheat. Uh, but you know, basically uh, fixing balances, you know, taking out. Um, uh, ooh, maybe this is the bug I was talking about, Tom. Uh, they said fix trade resource bug preventing some resources from being consumed. There, well, maybe, there you go. That's why you have full power, and they're telling you you're gonna have brownouts. <laughs> that might be it. 
Uh, but the rest of this is just like making like a lot of people like to zoom in and see the individual stuff. Um, so they're improving shadows and um, uh, you can see the people now um, in the town, like walking around. Um, and a lot of times they were just like standing out in front of buildings or just walking into buildings, but not going inside. Um, so they fixed that. Um, and then, you know, just, uh, you know, a lot of performance issues, which is what they did with the original City Skylines. It took about a year or so, uh, if I remember from when I first downloaded that before, you know, you felt, okay, this is good. Um, or it's just solid, but I'm not, I'm not disappointed in it. A lot of this stuff seems good. I just really want to pull this news story because of that, um, that they had an offensive in-game commercial, um, <laughs> that I don't know how it gets passed, but. Um, I would assume that it probably works a lot better on PC than console. Um, it's probably more stable on console, but I can't imagine some of the stuff making it there. Uh, so, um, last uh, normal story um, before we uh, get to the sad things in the industry. Um, Game Pass um, for November um, has some really good games um, coming out for it. Um, they're, at least for me, they're putting the new football manager, the soccer um, one very popular series, um, especially in Europe and all that. They're making that free for PC Game Pass. Oh, nice. Um, and their Wild Hearts is becoming free if you don't have EA Play, I believe. Um, on there, I don't know if this photo they took for the website is just EA Play like ad, um, but I, I understand if it comes to Game Pass, um, you'll be able to play it. But I think Wild Hearts might have been just. PC exclusive free, maybe? I don't know. But anyway, so that's coming. Um, but the fun and most important thing that's coming um, is that they're doing day one uh, release of uh, uh, the Lego Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name, which is all about Kiryu, and it's sort of, I guess, like a prequel to the uh, eighth game coming out. Um, so that comes out, um, or it's already come out. Um, it would have been, uh, or no, it's coming out on the 6th. The, the colorful strategy RPG hybrid Thirsty Survivors came out yesterday. Um, <laughs> so, so the other ones are all out next week, but pretty good lineup. Um, Game Pass, while still has its issues in terms of, um, you know, uh, like the games with gold side of it that I think they're practically probably going to start eliminating, but um, has gone down in quality. But they still give you some things um, that can be game of the year you know, type candidates, and you're going to start getting, you know, Activision stuff day one in, in a few months, so um, still the best deal in gaming. Oh, by far. It's not even yeah. close. Yeah, so um, our final story, and we don't have to dive into this, you've probably all read the stories and seen all the, the sadness all over Twitter, but um, once again, um, we'll start off the story with saying um, what we've done to multiple game companies, fuck Bungie, um uh, and, i don't know that i don't know that it was bungie's fault um but yeah they from the stuff i've heard they you know laid off the employees and um some of the things um i don't know if it's all been substantiated but some of the things make sense is that you know they were given money to stop layoffs basically in the deal and what they did was transfer that from you know trying to keep the workers they had to keeping the important workers um yep. so um and what important means can depend on your definition um is it the ceo that's never worked on a game or hasn't worked on you know 
or is important the like community manager you know so um that's really where the fuck bungie for me comes in is this very much felt like they got 1.5 billion dollars or whatever um as part of the the sale to sony and just kind of kept it to like the senior high-end you know employees that don't really you know yeah it's so. every company. It's just un- <laughs> unavoidable. Yeah, you can still say fuck them, though, uh, mm-hmm. for doing it. But, yeah, so at least some of the things they've come out and said, you know, you can make, you know, if this wasn't one of a dozen of these layoffs this year, um, they could have gotten away with the statements they made um, and maybe gotten some people back. But I think people are just pissed off by all the layoffs between media and, and you know, game development that, you know, it's one of those things that, um, at least maybe from my side, um, you know, falls on death ears when they say, well, now we can double back and make the game you guys want, you know, and and stuff like that to try to keep an already dwindling player base, you know, around. But yeah, yeah, that was that was a rough one because I think it was like 100 employees um, and a lot of them from, you know, uh, they it seemed like a lot of the low with totem pole people, you know, got chopped off. Um, here, which is funny when they said that the ideas that have been coming out lately um, haven't been working, and that's why the player base went off. But yet, the people that have been around making all those decisions stayed. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> but, typical. That's just me. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's and it's been a real shitty time. Uh, you know, you know, uh, I I don't know. I've seen a lot of layoffs. You know, following this industry for a while, but I've never. I don't think I've seen it over a twelve month period as bad as it's been this year. In 2023, uh, it's I, I think gaming as a whole is just down from the pandemic. And no, but the, I think everybody kind of ramped up during the pandemic and then it was not sustainable. And it's just it's all hitting at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it just kind of sucks um, because you it, it's it's a it's a uh, I don't know if double edged sword is the right terminology here. But this year, because of the pandemic stuff. Um, a lot of games that would have came out sooner got delayed till now. So we have a ton of really good games coming out this year. Um, like a bunch of games that would probably be hard to make a top 10 out of. Um, but yet because of people, a lot of people overstaffed because of the pandemic, there's a lot of layoffs and people out of work, um, at the same time. So it's, it's a bittersweet is probably the right term for, for, you know, 2023 here, but hopefully Hopefully, no heartless company does it within the next two months around the holidays. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, the shoe hasn't dropped on Microsoft. Well, well, Bobby Kotick will be out of work during the holidays, so yay. Um, We're very much hoping that's the case. <laughs> I think they're, like, forcing him to retire. It's kind of been, really? like, the wording I've been hearing. <laughs> We're going to say fuck anybody. Fuck that guy. Okay, yeah, fuck him. Yeah, I love that now he reports to Phil Spencer. That was the best he, thing I've seen from He should. My my favorite thing. (laughs) I was like, oh, man, that's so great. Anyway, um, yeah, so sorry to end on such a a downer note for people that, um, you know, uh, maybe sensitive to layoff stuff. But um, Bungie laying off this many employees and basically I think Destiny 2 was down to half its player base or something. Some wild number like that. Yeah, um, that's, that's, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I was one of the I'm one of those players. I have not. I haven't touched Destiny two, and I couldn't even t- I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I could I couldn't even tell you the last time I loaded it up. So yeah, it's and, uh, 
it's definitely dropped off quite a bit. Yeah, and, and my final statement on it is, to address your thing from earlier, I think it's 85-15 Bungie's fault here. I think the 15 is that when Microsoft bought them, uh, not Microsoft, Jesus, uh, well, because they buy everyone. Um, when, when Sony bought them, um, I think they were looking towards making like a games of service division and, you know, keeping it Bungie at the level did. they were would help, yeah. but they, it didn't happen in games of a service stopped being profitable. Um, if you hadn't already established a footing, um, you know, which when Sony bought destiny two is already going down. So, uh, yeah, they, they kind of, they didn't, and they didn't do anything to help it. Yeah, I exactly. mean, at this point, there is something coming that should bring everybody back, but Who knows? it got delayed. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. The only the there's only like not that anybody should ever lose their job. I saw a couple of jobs where I could see the redundancy, like marketing side and all. Like when you get bought by a company like Sony, there's probably a lot of you know overlapping marketing that you don't need to double up on. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but some some of the things like they're trying to get a player base back, but they like laid off like uh, very popular community managers. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, that that kind of stuff is nobody's. Yeah, nobody's going to be happy about that. Yeah, it's just like you're you're begging to give people back, but then you laid off the people that people like. And it's just like, oh, OK, I don't get it. But then again, I don't run a multi-billion dollar corporation. Yeah, um, me either. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> But speaking of things that we run that make money, uh, Extra Life, kind of, Tom. They kind of make money. Well, <laughs> Not, yeah. They, yeah, they make money for, for good things. But Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, in the sense that money uh, gets collected by us, we give it back to the Children's Hospital in Philadelphia. That's but, correct. Um, uh, we do, uh, I guess you found out today by sharing a story on Facebook um, that... This is this is year eight, but it hasn't felt that long. It hasn't. I yeah. can't. I can't believe we've been. This will be the eighth year. Um, yeah. It feels like just yesterday we were uh, we were sitting on your couch, uh, trying to stay awake and. <laughs> yeah, figuring figuring out that first setup year where a lot of games didn't work because um, I didn't have a strong enough computer, um, and I think that's when we first started talking about computer upgrades um in terms of that stuff um and we had to i remember the first year we had to uh skype or whatever dan in from work um yeah it was we were (laughs) definitely learning everything on the fly yeah yeah that That, i think first year was no man's sky year where anthony almost walked out (laughs) and then year two was the quiet man where anthony almost walked out Uh, oh yeah quiet man how could we forget the quiet man (laughs) So, so the one positive thing we've done is we've stopped playing games at the beginning of uh, of Extra Life that make Anthony want to walk out. Um, yeah, we're trying. We're trying at this point. <laughs> we're trying to appeal to everybody. <laughs> so because... that's positive. Uh, but I think we just transplanted it where, and we're unfortunately not doing this this year. But I think we started off every stream with D and D, which Anthony likes. Uh, yeah, so that's what kept him around. But um yeah i was looking back at those first couple of years um once you sent that that thing over to the chat but um yeah so you know we're all getting a little older families are growing um so uh, things will be changing uh but yeah so let's start off with um yeah the uh, uh first night um we're going to be doing live uh from your uh basement as usual mm. 
Um, and it's going to be very multiplayer focused. Um, I know we have at least four to five games that are definite. Um, we have the staples, of course, where I'm going to get the Jackbox, which reminds me I have to buy it. Uh, the Jack Pass, Jackbox Party Pass games. Um, I'm going to buy the 10th one because there there's at least two or three good games on there that I saw. Um, uh, so we can try out the new pack and I can download the old packs. Um, so we have that. Um, and then we have Mario Kart, whether we play 8 um, or 64. Um, we'll definitely be playing, or even Double Dash or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we got Double Dash. We, get, we have every Mario Kart. Yeah. So that will probably I, think only, I think the only one we don't have is Wii, but I could be wrong. I have to look. Yeah. Yeah. I know Jonathan tried to look up to do like a, uh, like they are doing like uh, private servers, like custom tracks and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I don't think um, that's going to work. We can try and figure it out, but I don't, it might be tough. But that was a pretty cool idea. Maybe, maybe the virtual one. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But uh, we'll definitely play some kind of Mario Kart. Um, We'll probably play a Mario Party, um, you know, that, like we've done in the past. Um, we'll play a wrestling game um, or two. We'll play uh, our first-person shooters, definitely Halo. Um, uh, maybe maybe Call of Duty, who knows? Um, I don't know if we'll have time to just jump around. We might just have to stick to the ones um, that we love. And um, I'm going to uh, be introducing a new game that just came out, um, WarioWare um, Bust a Move, I think it's called. Something yep. I, yeah, that has a lot of. I watched um, Giant Bomb stream it today, and it's it. Some of the positions are just hilarious that they make you do for the for the micro mini games, um, and it, it'll be real fun to see some people in our group have to do that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, I don't know if you. Um, what what are any maybe games? That, that you've been thinking of for for at least the in-person session. I would love... Jen keeps talking about it, and I thought it was a good idea. I feel like we should try to do um, one of the F-Zero games, whether it be F-Zero X or F-Zero ZX, because um, I believe they have four-person per- four split-screen. Yeah. yeah, anything um, with four-person split-screen, for sure. I, yeah, I mean, w- there's a lot of N64 titles that we can we can do also uh i would like to do some sort of tournament whether it be a fighting game tournament or a king of the ring in wrestling um because i have um a bunch of fighting games that we could play we have virtual virtual fighter i think i have marvel versus capcom 2 so we have we have some we have some heavy hitters that we could we could play and and basically any 16-bit fighting game we might want to any six any 16-bit fighting game we have access to for yeah. sure yeah so yeah like yeah and with the shorter timeline we'll probably have less you know uh drawn out things um between um games so you know a lot more cohesive i feel that and we'll all be awake and energized um and you know so i'm moving forward to night one there um I- i'm trying to see we're trying to decide what to do i would like to have the wheel um we're trying to decide exactly what to put on the wheel um i think it would be fun to do some kind of gaming handicaps um especially since we're playing a lot of multiplayer games like if you donate you can pick someone to spin the wheel and it like forces them to you know maybe blindfold maybe play one-handed or maybe we do special controllers you know Mm -hmm. um you know just fun stuff like that to 
fuck someone over in like one of the four player split screen. Make them play inverted or you know. Yeah. Yeah. Paddle upside down, you know. <laughs> just just stuff like that I'd like on the wheel. Um and maybe pop in like some of the fun stuff. Uh but I think that'd be fun to keep that wheel there. Um and then night two um will be virtual. Um and it's going to be split up um between me and uh Tom. Um I'm probably gonna be hosting most of it. Um, I do have a three-hour window, which I'll get into specifics off-air with Tom, um, when I will not be available um, on the 18th, um, which is why I might extend the 15 hours just so I do 12. Um, but yeah, for that, I'm thinking more, you know, uh, games that interest us or might, you know, we might be able to play with somebody while they're on Discord uh, as well. This yeah. is when, if Jen wants us to play a game of, you know, Phasmophobia or Dead by Daylight or something like that. Um, if she wants to pop in for an hour, you know, um, you know, now that uh, we we do know and she's announced on her stream that she is with child. Um, so, you know, uh, it, it allows her to play at her pace in day two um, for that. Um, and then if we wanted to, like, if I want to play a little bit of our Final Fantasy X stream that I have, you know, I can do it there maybe that's the final three hours once everybody's gone to bed in terms of you guys um i can i can do um a couple episodes of that yeah this uh, this will definitely be um more single player focused for the second the second uh bit yeah yeah or if it is multiplayer it's something to play over the internet yeah it'll be yeah, yeah it'll be something yeah. something uh everybody can play from their home as opposed to being yeah. in yeah, and uh, we'll have stretch goals as well, um, you know, um, which we'll announce day of so that, um, you know, we can organically reveal them um, instead of letting you know up front. And then as soon as we sign on, there's like a $400 donation to make <laughs> us do a bunch of shit immediately. Um, but yeah, yeah. So be, be sure to tune in um, to get all that. And once again, um, we'll be starting this Saturday, November 11th. Um, at 9 a.m. Um, Eastern, uh, I guess it would be standard time at that point, yep. um, because we're turning back the clocks this weekend. Um, and then we'll go to um, 9 is like, I was equating it to like, I've gone to a lot of softball games this year, um, equated to like there's a time limit and we're not doing a drop dead, as they call it. Um, if we yeah, get close to yeah, we're not just we, going to close it down at nine. Yeah, we're not going to shut get, it off. Yeah, if we get close to nine and we're in the middle of a Jackbox game or we're having a lot of fun playing a racer or fighting game, we'll go until you know whenever naturally it feels like that game is done. Like, yeah. it's sort of the start an inning, um, in using the softball metaphor. Um, but once that inning is over, then it's over the game. Yeah. So if we're playing a game, once we finish whatever we're doing in that game, that's when it all. Um, you know, we're not going to move on to another game at that point is essentially the way to think about it. Yeah. Um, and that'll go same for the virtual, but yeah, yeah. We're not going to be doing donations to go longer. I would, no, I know you be. guys would vote to do that, but <laughs> we, we do not want to get stuck in a situation, um, where it ends up going to 24. Um, but we'll have plenty of other things for you guys to donate, um, to. So, um, yeah, be on the lookout for that. Um, Twitter will have some updates this week. 
Um, I'll have Jen put it in her Discord and stuff like that, the announcements. Um, her Roxy Foxy Discord, we'll put it in ours. Um, you know, if you're there, um, check it out. Uh, but uh, yeah, and then the next Saturday is 9 to, we'll say 9 definite for the, you know, GVP, you know, you know, at a universe of people, um, nine to nine virtual, but I may go until, you know, I'm done, which may be 15 hours. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's about yeah. it. Um, on and, that, and this, um, this, this is my favorite time of year. It's kind of stressful building up to it, trying to get my house in order, but yeah. it, it does two good things. It brings extra life and it makes me clean my house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, as usual, yeah. we're raising money for the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Um, where you can, um, we have a team, a Game Vault Pod team. So if you're doing your own extra life and you want to be part of our team, um, feel free to uh, sign up for it. Um, we would love to have you um, if you're going to be doing your own streams and stuff like that and you're a fan of the podcast. Um, tag on along. Um, we have a, uh, a current. Our podcast goal is 750. I went a little below the thousand that we've done in years past, just because with the oddness of breaking it up, I don't want to put too much pressure on people um, to try and hit hit the thousand goal. But we'll probably surpass it. But um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, we're already at 200 roughly, um, so we're we're pretty close there. Uh, so if you have any suggestions on things, uh, wheel or game based. Uh, just as of right now, I mean, you can put it in the discords. If you're in the discords, that's fine. Um, but you can also hit us up on Twitter um, at Game Vault Pod um, for anything like that. Yep. Um, we always, always enjoy getting uh, suggestions on games yeah. to play for this because, you know, it's yeah. hard to come up with uh, yeah. a thousand party games and things that we uh, that we that we can do different each year. Yeah. And I'll make the announcement here. We probably won't have a podcast until after Thanksgiving at this point. Um, um, yeah, probably. Unless we do a live one. Yeah, the next recording would be before the second Extra Life. Um, so maybe while we're playing a game, me and Tom give our opinions on things and read the news. Maybe that'll be a part of, you know, check out news stories and stuff um, during the virtual. And maybe we'll play the Retro Roulette game um, on that stream. Uh, but the um, next time we would, um, you know, be available uh, would be we wouldn't want to do a Black Friday, which would be the next scheduled day. So it would be the next week after that. So but you'll get to hear plenty of us and see plenty of us hear interact <laughs> between this podcast airing and the next one. Mm -hmm. So um, you won't miss out on. So, without further ado, Tom, uh, let's talk about a game that will not show up at Extra Life. Um, <laughs> while not a terrible game, um, our Retro Roulette game this week was Yoshi Story for the Nintendo 64. Um, I will give my brief thoughts first, since you streamed it, and you want to add anything that you've you know figured out later playing, or as you've had time to marinate on it since the stream. Again. Mm -hmm. But um, I just finished my... Um, you know, couple hour playthrough um, of it. I didn't complete it, but um, uh, did play enough. The number one thing was without a manual. <laughs> there, there are some yeah. things where it took me two minutes, roughly, of just jumping in place to figure out how to butt stomp. 
Um, I thought it would be like button and button, but it's just button and down. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, that's right. It's a baby game for babies. Of course, it's not going to be. It, it's an easy two button press. Yeah. yeah it's, um, it's definitely a game you needed the manual for if you were yeah. just trying to figure it out on your own. Yeah. yeah. Then I figured out, you know, how to the C buttons helped with the um, because we're we're doing two. Um, I played on a perfectly legal Nintendo 64 um, we, that just, just happened to um, be compatible with an Xbox 360 controller. Um, they make they make. Uh... Yeah, Bluetooth so, receivers and stuff. Yeah, sure. So, so I was doing the. Um, I was playing with my Wave Bird. Um, <laughs> so, doing the two stick, you know, you can use the C buttons to bring up the reticle for the egg. So, once I figured that out, it became a lot easier to shoot the eggs than having to push a button to bring up the reticle. Mm. Um, so, once I learned that, I got pretty much through most of the levels um, pretty quickly with just collecting fruit. Um, I noticed something. I don't know if you noticed on stream. I have to go back and watch it. Um, you get a lot more points and stuff if you collect your lucky fruits and your favorite fruits. Yes. Um, yeah, it, def- it definitely helps if you're if yeah. you're getting the uh, the fruits that your Yoshi, the specific Yoshi you're using, likes. Yeah. Yeah. So, excuse me. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So, uh, the only thing that was fucking up for me, and maybe it again, it was because I was not playing with an N64 controller, was sometimes trying to line up the jumps to do the double Yoshi jump. Um, for some reason, like when you have to jump over the guy that you butt stomp that holds up the stop sign, mm-hmm. um, sometimes it wouldn't let me jump. It would start to jump and then stop. Um, I don't know if I was like too close to the stop sign or whatever. It was, it was getting a little annoying. Um, cause maybe the, the 360 controller, um, the eight bit though one that I have, um, maybe it was a little more sensitive than the stick is on, um, in the, on the N64. So that could have been an issue. But outside of that, it's a perfectly good game. Um, not anything spectacular with it. Um, the boss fights are cute. Um, the one fun thing I saw looking around and reading some things on it as well is that apparently the replayability is pretty high on it. Well, yeah. So the reason it is is that you there's no like there's no real end to a level, so you can kind of just explore wherever you want, and the only way you progress is if you get all the fruit if you fill up your fruit um quota quota, that's the right word for it i was trying to think of the same (laughs) um yeah Uh, and some people compared it to star fox 64 too where you can choose different maps within a chapter right Right. there's there's branching paths so you can go different directions depending on yeah um how quickly you get through and and which you can you can always pick left. You can always pick right. Some have three. Some yeah. have mul- more than more than two maps. So yeah, uh, it's definitely interesting that you have so much replayability in this seemingly kids game. Yeah, yeah, and they did some. Um, I was going to say nods, but this would have come out first. But there are some hints to future Yoshi games um, throughout the levels here. Oh uh, yes, for sure. With the uh, the different stages you're in, with the yeah. yarn and the woolly woolly animals. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I I I I had fun with it, um, but then again, it's nothing spectacular. But um, um, have you uh, formulated any new opinions, or what? What is your 
thoughts been since stream? So overall, I I had a good time with it. It's it's definitely not a you know must. I, I mean, yeah, it's not a must play. It's very good, but there's definitely better better games for the N64, and there's also better Yoshi games. I feel like I feel like um, Yoshi's Crafted World and Woolly World were better better versions of this. Um, but it is a, I mean, if you have an N64 and you are looking for a game to play, you, you need to find a game. Yoshi's Story is pretty cheap and it's pretty, pretty easy to find. Yeah. Um, but I, it's very cute. I will say that it's yeah. very cute. Uh, yeah, it's, it's my wife's, it's my wife's favorite video game. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't I think... like, she doesn't like video games and it's her favorite video game. Yeah, it, it's. It's very much, I can see how that could be um, for, for the way it plays, the way it looks, the art's great, um, especially for the age range and time period it would have came out for us. Yep. Very easily see how this could um, fall into being someone's favorite game. Um, you know, with people that don't play games as insane as uh, us three do, um, you know, always have like a weird game that they just fell in love with. Um, this seems to be your 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 wife's and how sonic the hedgehog is my sister's um <laughs> and uh, you know i and mario 3 i still love every once in a while i still love that to show my one or one kid that she can actually play those games really well um it's like some kind of um savant i was going to say idiot savant but it's not she's not really dumb so <laughs> that doesn't work but it's like just those two games she's some kind of Savant hasn't picked up a paddle in 10 years. You put it through there. She clears the first level, first world of Mario without losing a life. And it's just like, how? Yep. <laughs> um, but I guess it's like riding a bike in some cases, like remembering levels. Like she remembered where the works for the whistles were, um, sure. you know, but it's just funny. Um, and it's still freaks her. It still freaks Kitty Ash Cat out um, uh, with that. It's, it's like when you find things out about your parents. Of what they were like, this kids, <laughs> you know, it's it's just funny, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just final thought: if you if you're looking for a game um, to play with a kid, like we always joke about trying to get them into the classics, you know, like that we learned from um, uh, the colors and brightness of this um, will definitely attract to a younger child than um, any of the other older games. Um, sure. That you that you would pull out. Um, so this would this would be great to just get your kid into wanting to uh, feel a sense of accomplishment because you know once they learn where the buttons are, um, there's not much strategy to this game. Um, I think there's only really one that I saw. Maybe later levels are different. Of one like strict fail scenario, like if you miss that giant dragon um, in that one level, you can fall to your death. Um, but outside of that, there's not much like really precise things like that. There are holes to fall into that you will die, obviously. But um, that's the only one that's like, holy shit! Like, there's no way to recover from this. Yeah. Um, if you miss, but and the bosses don't seem overly complicated. Um, the cotton candy guy, you just lick him to death. Um, and you know, and the other bosses are probably like the bone dragon spitting fire. You just throw eggs at them from a safe distance, um, and they go down. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I overall like the game. All right. Uh, so Tom, um, what is your score for Yoshi story? I'm going to give Yoshi story. Oh, this is tough because 
I, I got to give it a four. I was going to give it a three, but rethinking it, I have to give it a four. Yeah. Because yeah. it it plays well. It looks great. It's it does everything it sets out to do. Um, yeah. And it's got the replayability factor alone gives it gives it an edge. It gives it that extra edge. So yeah, like if you like cute games with Nintendo characters, specifically Yoshi, if you're a Yoshi fan, um, it's it'll be for you. And I think, like I said, I think the the newer games are better, but it's still it's still a good game that if you want to throw on an N64 game for your child, this this would work pretty well for that. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'm going to give it a four out of five as well. Um, the main reasons is the replayability um because uh what this game does in terms of um you know uh what's it called um i just want to keep saying playability in my head but that's not the one i'm thinking of um the mechanics of this game there you go um once you learn them are are really good and perfectly fine um and you know are simple to learn simple to enjoy um you can learn some more advanced stuff um you know um by you know following the dog and butt stomping and stuff like that but if you just want to go through the level and collect fruits that's very easy to learn music's great visuals are great um especially for um you know the time period um can't say that about some n64 games (laughs) um and you know it's just sometimes there's just something good about a a game being simple Mm, you know i agree not overly complicated um and it it makes you smile while you play it um it it, i think it was a great thing playing this game for these two weeks um after i saw some videos about you know people complaining about you know uh difficulty and video games and that's why they don't play you know sony first parties because they're just interactive movies they don't challenge me so that doesn't make them good video games and and it just playing this game i'm like no a game like yoshi's story is like what video games are about you know you should be having fun with them um now can can they have emotional storylines like a lot of the sony first party things sure you know that's a different kind of fun um but as long as it's not torturing you or you know you know making you like so scared you can't sleep or things like that um in a bad way like um, there are some games you should know up front will do that and not play those games, um, as Tom knows to avoid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I just never got difficulty being a factor in what's a real game or anything like that. Um, and I think it was a it was a perfect nice contrast for me to be playing this while that discussion was going on. Um, I think it mostly surrounded Spider Man Two um, uh, out on the internet, um, and I think it started by a guy that just. Like, basically only plays from software games. Um, Of course. You know, know, the one series that doesn't have a difficulty slider um, is complaining about that. But yeah, I I think I I love all those games and I love games like Yoshi's Story um, as well. I've said on this podcast, one of my top 10 games of all time still um, is Castle of Illusion. I love that game. (laughs) You know. um, Excellent game. You know, and you know, I'm not putting it as a great accomplishment in gaming or anything. It's just a, a pleasant game to play and and fun and not complicated. So four out of five here for me for Yoshi's Story. Um, it was fun. Yep. So Tom, let's see if we can 
Um, I know you added a whole bunch of games, so I we did. won't we won't um, be pulling from like the same you know generation of video games anymore. Um, so my fingers crossed for something new and something exciting for this week. So uh, why don't you go ahead and spin that wheel? And Tom, I think what this wheel always does is tend to pull something that has some connection to what's going on um, in games. And with, you know, Wonder exploding, you know, on the scene and everybody liking probably one of the best 2D Mario games um, of all time, um, you know, we drew, we get a Mario game. And which one did we get, Tom? We got Dr. Mario for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Hell yeah. I I don't think I figured out how to play this game until I was in my 30s. Because I didn't at first understand. Like, for some reason, it might just be that I didn't take time to learn it. But just the objective of the game. Like, I thought all puzzle games like this need to be like Tetris. Um, so, the, what are they, like, they're called three something. Um, the match three games and stuff like that. Yeah, um, Puyo Puyo games. Yeah, yeah. Until I figured it out with I forget what game. Maybe it might even been Candy Crush that we talked about earlier. Um, it finally clicked, and I have really enjoyed this game um, since then. Uh, Doctor Mario, um, very much. It's just a rip off of Puyo Puyo, essentially. Um, yeah, it's pretty similar, or at least the first in that type of series. Um, but yeah, yeah, the. Um, uh, it's not better than the obvious knockoff, which is number one much better is Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bee Machine. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, that's an old, old tribal Sega versus Nintendo thing coming out in me. Uh, but yeah, so got an NES game, which I've been hoping for for a while. Got a Dr. Mario game, which should be fun on stream um, for tonight. Um, yeah, I am excited. I'm also excited about this weekend. Once again, uh, Extra Life starts November 11th, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we'll be going for about 12 hours, um, playing a bunch of multiplayer games all together in the same room. Um, so be sure to come check us out. We're over on Twitch at, at Game Ball Pod, so twitch.tv slash Game Ball Pod. And you can donate anytime between now and the end of the year. Um, so if you're listening to this before December 20, before December 31st, 2023, you can still donate uh, by going to tinyurl.com slash GVP, as in Game Vault Pod, Extra Life. Uh, yeah, and like I said, we're going to have the two main streams, one this Saturday, one next Saturday, um, uh, going for about 12 hours on each. And then, you know, the donation window will stay up there. I might do some mini things in December. Um, you know, uh, to 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 push a little bit more, um, and then depending on how things go, maybe my maybe we'll do a fun thing on New Year's Eve. Um, but yeah, yeah so look out for that. I am really excited for Wario Wear Move It. <laughs> I can't wait um, for that game. But uh, yeah, any final thoughts, Tom, on, as we roll into Extra Life here? Uh, I'm excited. Like I said, this is my favorite time of year. We get everybody together. And we all get to have fun playing games and raising money for the kids. So uh, looking forward to it, as usual. Yep. So once again, all donations go to the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Um, if you, um, I would recommend if you um, have 
any intention of have a streaming thing or have a Twitch or, um, you know, you can go join our team and you can pick your own children's hospital or just donate to the Children's Miracle Network in general. Um, it's a fun activity. Um, get a bunch of your buddies together and do it. Even if you don't join our team, I think Extra is a really good event. So looking forward to be a part of it for the eighth year in a row. Um, so, yeah, thank you all for joining me. Thank you for listening. Um, we will be live tonight uh, with Dr. Mario. And, um, yeah, hopefully we'll get a Final Fantasy X stream in beforehand. Um, yeah, I apologize for last weekend. It was uh, kind of a busy softball weekend. Um, so I was not able to get in a stream. So softball is done now. So I have no excuse. Right. Uh, so for Tom and uh, Jen, hopefully you are enjoying your dinner this evening. Um, I'll see you next time. Bye.